beautiful day. Other Page Radio's here today is brought to you by Triad Veterans League. My name is Hayward Fennell Sr. I'm your host today on WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston's community radio station. We're so glad that you are here with us today. Certainly hope you're enjoying and appreciating the weather that's outside. No rain, no snow, no nothing. Just Sunshine, blue sky. Oh, yes. Y'all remember that song? I know y'all remember that song out there. <laughs> yeah. Folks, you know, we got some things going on here in the city of Boston that people are working on changing. And it hasn't been easy, but struggle is not easy when you're struggling for the right thing. We talk about people in many places in Boston that have been struggling with some success, with some success around housing. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about that, but before we go into that, there's a couple of other things that we want to make sure you understand when you hear the word affordable housing. And then you hear the word uh, education deficiencies or people not learning so they can't earn what it would take to be really involved in affordable housing. But the people, despite those barriers that we're going to work on getting out of the way, the people are out there educating the community about the importance of them having some say in what's going on out there in the community and what they need from you and these community leaders that they haven't been getting. And that is S-U-P-P-O-R-T. S-U-P-P-O-R-T is not a sandwich. It's an action that they need from the people that do the most complaining and don't do anything. Accountability is something that we haven't been getting from our elected officials. We get a lot of promises, but we don't get any action. We don't get any support in the manner that we should be getting support. But I got two people here today from Bromley Heath. I said Bromley Heath with respect because they believe in their community. They've been working on it and are about it. And so we got Reverend Willis. What's your first name again? John. John Willis. And Miss Tia Wheeler. Miss Tia Wheeler. How y'all doing today? Doing good. And you? Glad, good. That, glad that you could take the time out to come and be a part of our show today. Thank you for having our us. Our program. Thank you for having us. Tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got involved. Just those two things right now. All right. Um, I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, um, I'm Tia Wheeler. I'm um, I'm a resident at um, the Bromley Heath um, Mild- Mildred Haley Development. Um, I've been a Boston resident for um, basically, you know, as far as I know, all of my life. And one of the re- and how I how I basically got in was that um, kind of like um, a neighbor of ours sent some activists over to um, our apartment and and they kind of asked us for some help. And we've been basically doing this ever since. OK. How about you, Rev? How's everything? Oh, everything's wonderful. Um, my name is Pastor John Wheeler. Um, I'm also from Bromley Heath. I, I've lived there practically all my life. I've been there 50 years. Um, 
I, I've, I've seen things go up and seen things go down. Um, I got involved in this here because of the love of my community. I worked with Mildred Haley, the person who um, founded Bromley Heath. And um, as my daughter said, you know, um, we got into this with, with um, UFAD so that we could save the community. Right. Right. Now, you know, Mildred Haley is a legend. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. She ain't no, she, Mildred Haley, are you kidding me? Tell me a little bit about Miss Mildred, if you don't mind. Oh, Miss Mildred Haley, uh, he founded um, Bromley, um, and she, um, she, she went from one building. She had one building on Center Street. Okay. And she, she, uh, in a couple of years, she was running the whole complex. Um, she was a good friend of Ronald Reagan's, um, and who helped her out to, to um, secure the property. Um, Mildred Haley was a person who um, was a people person. Yeah. Her slogan was, we are family. And everybody in there, she treated you just like that. Just like that. And so we are, in fact, working to keep that tradition going. Yes. Your organization is the name. What is the name of your organization to you? Well, the the name of the organization that we're working with is the United Front Against Displacement, also known as UFAD for short. Okay. All right. That's a national group, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically, yeah, the the group itself is based in... um, in California, however, they have kind of like um, some smaller um, smaller chapters spread all over the place, and mm-hmm. basically, you know, we're part of um, the the kind the Boston division. Well, I want to uh, take this opportunity mm-hmm. to just tell our listeners about the Grant Manor uh, situation, the Grant Manor group that's been, you know, uh, working their way towards. Uh, getting an election held so that they can eradicate some of the problems that they're facing because you guys are doing the same thing in that you're trying to eradicate problems for the tenants. Is that right? Is that fair to say? Yes. Yes, definitely. Okay. Okay. So now, uh, folks, uh, just to let you know that this is the other page radio and our guests are from Bromley Heath. And they're involved in tenants' rights, as is Grant Manor Housing, which is a distance from them, but a closeness comes about because of the work that they're doing in the community. I, I'm, I'm, it might be fair to say, you guys, that uh, there's other situations in other tenants' uh, uh, properties that you, they face almost the same thing. Yes, exactly. Um, yes. Commonwealth um, is, is one of the neighborhoods uh, that we're, we're working with. Um, as, as you said, Grant Manor, we're, we're also working with, with, with Grant Manor. Right. Yes. And, and um, Mary, Mary Ellen McCormick. Yes. Okay. And they're also kind of like um, just other people scattered around, sort of like we've talked to. Um, McCormick, a, is that is that's the housing? Yes, the Mary Ellen McCormick. It's in okay. South Boston. Right, right. And so, uh, actually, what we're doing today is talking about, you know, the strategies that you're involved in, mm-hmm. et cetera. What has been your, uh, um, let me see the right word so that, you know, people will understand the depth of the problem. How has the mayor responded to uh, what's going on around what you're okay. trying to change. Okay. Um, well, one of the things... If was, anything. Oh, okay. Um, well, one of the one of the issues that we're having with Bromley Heath is, is that um, after it was taken over by um, Boston Housing, well, they al- they basically, you know, kind of allowed it to be run to the ground. So what they... So the, the um, solution that they... Um, that they offered was to basically, you know, bring in outside and develop and to basically privatize the entire area. We've kind of been, well, we, one of the things that we've been doing was basically exposing kind of like um, some of these, uh, some of the, um, some of the neglect that's been happening with the, with these buildings and everything, kind of posting them up on social media and, uh, and, and some other, some other things. And kind of in response to that, 
the mayor has basically, you know, come up and say and said that, you know, she was going to um, allocate um, 50 million dollars to basically, you know, having so, some repairs done to basic to what was it? The old side to the old side. Um, their destruction that they're planning on is on, on the, the East Street side and the Center Street side. As you asked the question, what we're doing um, is we're doing letter campaigns. We've been writing the mayor, um, sending her information, um, trying to get her to come and talk with us personally. Um, she's going to be um, in Jamaica Plains on this Friday mm -hmm. um, at, at 10 o'clock in the morning. And no, we're going to, we're planning. 930. 9.30, I'm sorry. And we're planning on being there to see if, if, if she'll listen to us. Where, where's it going to be again so the audience can hear Yes, it's going to be in Mozart Park on Center Street in Jamaica Plain. Okay. All right, now we're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back with our guests talking about housing and the importance of them having housing, decent housing, how you can get involved. Be right back. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Are you behind on rent or mortgage payments and at risk of losing your home due to COVID-19? You may be eligible for help to make your payments. State programs like RAFT and IRMA can provide funding to help eligible renters and homeowners. Don't wait. Find resources and start a secure online application at metrohousingboston.org forward slash COVID help. Metro Housing Boston. People first. Housing always. Again, this is the Other Page Radio. My name is Hayward Fennell. This program is sponsored by Triad Veterans League. Uh, we're at WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. And I just want to say before I get back to our guests, veterans are everywhere, folks. Veterans need housing. Veterans need services. Veterans do not need to be down there at Mass and Cash area or any other place where there is illicit drug trafficking going on. There are some veterans that are eligible to have places to stay that's decent with some counseling involved. Don't just give them a room and no counseling because that room will become a tomb if they're not getting what they need. Now, I'm a veteran, and I live down in Grant Manor, and I'm supporting them because of the way they are being treated, the way that I'm being treated as a veteran. And I'm sure that in Bromley Heath that there are some veterans over there that are going through some of the things that you guys are going through, and I just want to encourage them to be involved with uh, Reverend Willis and his daughter because they are a team and there's some more of them. You can't get them all in the radio station. But I just want to say how proud that we are that you are involving yourself in trying to work to build your community and to keep the people that live in that area informed. Now tell me a little bit more about the $50 million uh, promise that uh, you just mentioned coming from the mayor. Um, yes, well... Well, um, there. Basically, um, I think um, um, late January, um, early February, the okay. mayor, had, the mayor had come to um our neighborhood and was near our rent office and you know, said that she was allocating this fifty, that this fifty million dollars to basically to go into um, as she would say, fixing up, fixing up um the old side and everything, which consisted of basically things such as, you know, windows, um, new toilets, and uh, faucets. Um, I don't see you spending $50 million just to do those few things. Right. Um, they, they, the, the builders have many more things that need to be done. And, and then there's a major rodent problem over there. 
Okay. A major rodent problem. Major. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. I know they got a basketball court out there. Yes, yes. which they plan on tearing down. All right. They're tearing it down? Yes. Okay. So what kind of programming do you think that they need for the young people over there that they don't have? Well, what we used to have was we had a thing that was called the the cave where um, the teenagers could come and they, there was a computer program there. They had a recreation area there, so they didn't have to be out on the street. We had the thing called the little cave where the children that were elementary could come and do their homework, and, and there was games and things like that for them to do there. Um, all that has been removed away from the neighborhood uh, where Boston Housing took it over. Okay. When Boston Housing took it over, they, they let everything go that had to do with youth development programs? Yes. We have no community program anymore. For all those kids over there? Yes. No, no programs at all. That They could use that whole $50 million just to create youth programming. Which is true. You know, uh, folks, this is the other page radio program, and uh, we want you to be informed about what's going on around housing and how you can be involved if you want to be. I'm sure we'll be able to get a number that you can contact somebody if you're interested in being a part of community development coming from a community level where the people that live there are experiencing these difficulties but are not just going to lay down and not do anything. See, because if people try to dissuade you from helping yourself, and you allow that to happen. I mean, what are you? What are we talking here? One of the things, um, brother Hayward, um, over in, in Bromley Heath, we have what's called um, the Anime Cold Center, which was Bromley Hall. It it, it was the home of uh, the the Black Panthers that started the breakfast program here in Boston. Okay. Um, they 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 um they did a lot out of that hall, and, and we're trying to save that hall that they're planning on tearing down so that they can put put um, luxury buildings over there. Oh, you mean where the uh, right near the basketball court? Yes. Yes. And so that's what I was saying, folks. When you hear the term affordable housing, you really got to look at it because it has some political affiliation and it has some employment discrimination involved because our kids, many of them, too many, can't read. Which is true. So if they can't read, then they can't learn. And if they can't learn, they're going to take shortcuts and they possibly might end up thinking criminal and end up in the court system with a quarry. Which is, Which is a very sad story. Mm-hmm. Now, our guests today are from Bromley Heath, and they are a, a reverend and his daughter coming in to tell us about why you need to be involved because this thing is over 200 kids in, in that particular development. Which is true. And then if you look at Lenox Lenox Street Projects, which is vulnerable, you look at Grant Manor, which is vulnerable, and there are no centralized services other than the Blackstone, which is almost seven blocks away. Yes. Mm -hmm. From Lenox Street and from uh, Grant. Here at Bromley Heath are buildings that could be rehabbed to deal with programming for our children, and they say, well, we're going to tear that down. Yes. Nine times out of ten, the people that are talking about tearing down the building and putting up something for other people to live in, don't live in our community. 
They don't live here. They don't, look, let me tell you something. I don't know when it started exactly. You had this exodus of people of color leaving Roxbury, Jamaica Plain over there, and selling their homes and moving to the suburbs, particularly in Stoughton, and work in the community of Boston. But when the time comes for them to go home, they go outside of Boston, the Brockton, some of them, and they have left a big hole that's now being filled by housing for other people that see the proximity to downtown and the highway and all of that and are making money wherein they can pay for affordable housing, buy a house, and we can't. The, the, another beauty of, of, of um, Bromley Heath is uh, it's a gold mine. Um, we have the Orange Line right there at Jackson Station, right at our, our door. We have the Green Line on, on, on Huntington Ave. Um, we, we have a, a bus that goes down Heath Street and a bus that goes down Center Street. We have a, a bus that takes you all the way to Forest Hills. We have a stop and shop in a, in a mini mall right at our back door. So you can understand why they feel that that would be a, a great neighborhood to gentrify. Right. So I'm glad you said that because I was shocked. Folks, I was shocked. By the way, this is the other page radio. Look, I had to drop a young lady off for, for her job in Jamaica Plain. <laughs> and she told she gave me the directions and then she told me to make this turn and I made this turn and I went up a little small hill you couldn't see above the hill you couldn't see what was there but let me tell you what's there I don't know if you've ever been down on Cape Cod or Hyannis yes but that's what I saw mm-hmm. you can't even see them they got these wealthy houses. They have these roads with these cobblestones. I mean, they got it going on. Oh, yes. They got it going on. And and now, and I mean, all kind of houses, everybody. And so you go all the way through and around, and you come out to Center Street. Everything is at stake for poor people. Let me put it like that. Mm-hmm. Everything is at stake for poor people. All right? And now we have here today two members of the Fighting Force for Decent Housing here today to talk about why you need to be involved. We don't have any growing services for our young people. Our kids through research, has been determined that our children, if you're in the seventh grade, you're reading too many of us on the fifth or fourth grade level. Now, they don't promote you in schools like they used to based on what you accomplished because of the large number of people going through the system. They pass you without really being qualified. You have students from our community that might be fortunate enough to go to college, some kind of how, that can't read. So how can they come back and with an education that's beneficial to our community to make a stronger community, a stronger presence, if they're not educated to meet the qualifications that's required. Those kids in Bromley Heath need centralized programs for after-school curriculums. The other thing is that I don't know if my listeners know the size of those rats that run around in our community, including Grant Manor, 
but they are real large. And they are frightening because our children are running around. And it seems like the developers want to do what they want to do, and we are at their mercy. Now, that's got to stop. We'll be right back. The Oscar Micheaux Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmicheauxrep.tripod.com. Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Follow up on that PSA about the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program, which is uh, developed by Triad Veterans League. We are in our 25th year of creating and developing this theater company that is community-based. It's also known as the company. There's a webpage, omtc.com that you can go and see what we are doing to educate and entertain and empower our community using our history as our source material. We teach the African diaspora. We teach Emancipation Proclamation. We teach the great, Mi- great Migration or the Black Migration, and we teach the Harlem Renaissance era. We are having auditions May 14th. May 14th, we're having auditions at Vine Street Community Center on the corner of Vine Street and Dudley Street. We start at 1.30, and if you're interested, there's a number that you can call, 857-204-5312. You don't have to be a professional. You can also learn. Uh, We have an addition to our curriculum about sound, lighting, wiring. And if you get a basic understanding of those three things, you're an apprentice proper and can get on the stage and do some part-time work to learn and earn further. So we about workforce development, exploring our history, and understanding that our history is not a mystery. So that's going to be May 14th at Vine Street Community Center starting at 1.30 for this audition, number being 857-204-5312. We're the ones. And back to our guests today. I'm really happy to have someone to finally get on and talk about the work that they're doing because Lord knows it needs to be done. It needs to be done. I mean, people talking about sleeping on the job. They sleeping on the job and off the job. We got the people from Bromley Heath today that associate themselves all the way in South Boston, all the way over to Roxbury, trying to put this ball of wax together so it can stick in your mind. Now, tell us a little bit more about the people that are involved with you all from Bromley Heath, you know. 
Well, because we're a, we're a very small small group in Bromley Heath, right. um, we have sort of like um, some of the people who are like some people. There are a few people who are elderly who basically, you know, were helping to work with us. We have people. We have um, sort of like some people within the Spanish community who is also helping out. Uh, a few, a few, a few people from the Black community who is also helping out and everything. In include, in addition to um, the activists who've been working with us, and because you know we, one of the things that we're trying to do is to basically make it where, because um, one of the issues that we're having is that you know kind of like the, the people who are keeping us and kind of like these um these subpar um, housing complex complexes where they basically neglect everything and let everything fall apart, which mm. inevitably um, affects basically like everyone's health and everything. They try to keep it as contained as possible. So one of the things that we've been trying to do is to, for lack of better words, um, pull the curtain back, kind of make it where, you know, where even like basically people um, who are like other report other reporters and people from other platforms even kind of can come. We basically ask for them to come in to basically, yeah. you know, see exactly, you know, kind of what's been happening in the neighborhood. What, um, what is actually going on. Despite and what the, is not going on. Yes. Right. So let me just ask you, um, they had a, a health center over there by Stop and Shop. Yes, the Martha Elliott. How's that going? Which used to be um, a, a, commu a community health center for the whole neighborhood. Um, Children's Hospital has bought that, and it's no longer a community health center. It, it, it only um, services children, and not children just in the neighborhood, but all over the city. So therefore, um, when it comes to the older people and the elderly people, um, you have to find your way all the way to Boston Medical, just to get some assistance. Is that right? Yes. Mm. See? You know, Whittier Street is right there. And I think that there should be some outreach. And there should be some more uh, discussion of for you to think about mm -hmm. with uh, Lenox Street and Grant yes. around the health issue. Yes. Because yes. we can't have that. Yes. Agreed. We cannot have that. We're just talking about rodents. Yep. We're not talking about all the other travesties that impact our health. Yes, like and, mold. And, 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 and I remember the Martha Elliott Center was a, a real center. Yes. Providing care. Now it's not doing it. Yeah, no. Now it's kind of like, you know, it's basically now a specialized hospital in and it wasn't always near Stop and Shop. It was kind of a little further in. It's kind of, it was a, basically it was where that new um, daycare center that right. basically, you know, services mostly people outside of the neighborhood is. Yeah. We people have a, for outside the neighborhood. Yeah, we have a, a, a daycare center um, that the people in the neighborhood can't afford to even um, send their children to. That's there now. Yes. It, it's yeah. um, run by the United Way. Okay. All right. So uh, affordable housing, nonprofit, and unaffordable health care seems to be a trend, would you say? Yes. Yes, unaffordable and unaccessible. Unacceptable would be my first word yes. in addressing this right here. Yes. This is The Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. This program is sponsored by Triad Veterans League. Uh, we have guests today that are involved in trying to make some sense of why our people are not organizing in the manner that they are not organizing. And if you've been here a little while, you hear the tone of determination of not as some people that don't know but of some people that will go right. as far as they have to in order to get an organization, to get people to speak with one voice and get things in the right direction. Because right now, folks, 
we're going in the wrong direction. Yes. And we got to turn and go in the strong direction, if you will. Yes. We must be in support of, when is your next meeting? Um, we're actually still, we're actually still plan planning our, um, our meeting for the, ne for the next month. All right. Yes. But, uh, we, we have a program that's going on, on June, the, oh, you're talking about the 11th? June the 11th, um, which is a community program. Um, we're going to have people, we're going to feed the neighborhood. Um, we have hamburgers, hot dogs, um. And, and some games for the children, um, trying to bring back uh, what Mildred Haley's legacy used to do. Uh, she had bring a, it back, bring it back. She had something called Family Day, yeah, um, where the the children would practice all year long. Um, they would practice their dancing and their singing, um, and uh, on Family Day they would come out and they they would put their talent out. To, to the community, yeah, and really make it a community event. Yeah, yeah. so even if they couldn't sing well, we would we would cheer them on, you know, and, and um, that was something that they took away. Um, we had um, how had, do you mean they took it away, Rev? Well, they they um they made it where we can't do it anymore. They have what they call um community mm -hmm. day, and that this face painting, and they they give people hot dogs. And 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 then that's the end of the program. Our program, um, family day ran from from um, Friday to Saturday to Sunday. Um, Friday was um, we, a movie day where where they brought a big screen out and everything. On Saturday, they, they the children got to perform. Um, the people would come out. They would bring food, fried fish, collard greens, chitlins, all kinds of food. Right. And uh, and on Sunday that would be. Our day as the preachers, we would bring our choirs and 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 we would speak to the people. Sound like they want that. Sound like sound like they need that again. Yes. So, uh, make sure that the people from Grant Manor know about these events. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh yes, yeah, so we you know because we have to set up the vendors tables and stuff like that in order for us to get capacity build. And yeah. try to get some other community leaders and our elected officials come out and speak. And the way you do that is that you make them aware of what it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know that the situation for our children's program was that bad over there in your area. But it's worse in our area. And you have the buildings that they want to tear down. Wow. Yes. We'll be right back. This is the other page, radio folks. We'll be right back. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served, thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. Are you behind on rent or mortgage payments and at risk of losing your home due to COVID-19? You may be eligible for help to make your payments. State programs like RAFT and IRMA can provide funding to help eligible renters and homeowners. Don't wait. Find resources and start a secure online application at metrohousingboston.org forward slash COVID help. Metro Housing Boston. People first. Housing always. My name is Haywood Fennell. Uh, I just want to update you on the program that's happening on May 21st at 10 a.m. at the Roxbury Public Library, also known as Nubian Square. Uh, at the library, there'll be a veterans program talking about historic racial discrimination in the United States military that has been going on since 1796, uh, 1776, 1776, American Revolution, and they didn't want black fighters 
because they said that black fighters were cowards. And since 1776, black fighters, male and female, have shown who they are, with many receiving medals to include the Congressional Medal of Honor. And some of them were denied that level of recognition out of racism. And we want to let you know that on May the 21st, that that will be the subject of Dr. Monroe, Ph.D., also a veteran, sponsored by the Veterans and Friends of the General Edward O. Gordine Statue Project. This project is located directly across the street in the little park from Station 2. You may have seen the disruption that's going on right now with the machinery reshaping, reconfigurating the park for the placement of the statue that is named after the General Edward O. Gordine, but it is to honor and memorialize the veterans of color who have fought and died and have been rejected because of their bravery, etc. So we're just trying to build that profile that we matter, that we died. We didn't try to die, we died. And today we find a lot of our veterans uh, still struggling uh, from trauma that later becomes PTSD uh, in our communities. And a lot of veterans, our veterans will say that they're not veterans when you ask them because they don't feel comfortable uh, explaining that they are veterans and what happened to them while they were in the military. And that includes some folks that are living in places like Bromley Heath, Lenox Street, McCormick, even maybe Charlestown, Grant Houses. We're going to be there on the 21st of May at the library from 10 until around 11.30 or 12 o'clock. Please, if you can't make it, let someone else know that might be able to make it. And I want you to let them know that today on the Other Page Radio that we have some folks from our community, father and daughter, that are in it to win it. You got to have a right kind of attitude in order to be involved. And this is not something where you're going to just come out and stand around and don't do anything and uh, go home and forget about it. This is constant, consistent, persistent strategies in place, like the brother was talking about, uh, having the festival-type atmosphere created with a table, and you might want to think about putting some voting registration tables in place here on out because the elected officials today that we're dealing with are not hearing us in the manner that I think that they should. So with the building of a voter registration drive, uh, that wakes up people so they don't be smelling the coffee, they be drinking the coffee. Now, back to you guys. So tell me now, uh, where are we meeting again? When are we meeting again? Uh, And when we meet again, Will there be any speakers from the community? Have you, you know, thought about that? Because you got an open ticket. You got an open invitation for this place. Yeah, yeah well, um, for for our next um, meeting, you know, because we're still in, we're still um, basically planning for that event. Mm-hmm. We're trying to um, figure out um, what kind of people that we could basically invite to basically to speak at that event. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, you know, some, what kind of information we can basically give out to that we can give out to people, um, basically, you know, telling them about, you know, like the struggle and kind of some of the things that's been 
that's basically happening to them right underneath their noses right. and things like that. And one of the things, too, I was, I got a communications today from one of the members over at Grand Houses that they're going to revise that uh, uh, newspaper. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're, gonna, they're definitely going to do that. They said that today. You know, yes. kind of localize it, too. You yes. know, because it's very important that mm-hmm. we be able to, you be able to as well, uh, inform people. Yes. Put up the signs in uh, the stopping shops. If you get 10 people more than we had as a direct result of our media strategy, it, that means it's working. Yes. Because 10 becomes 20 and so on and so forth. And 20 can become 40. And yeah, things like right. That. And that's the power base. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are power base. Now, you know, people got to understand, I think I said this to you before uh, in our earlier conversation, that a seed is a tree. Yes. It's not a it's 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 more than a tree. A seed is an orchard. Because yes. the one seed that makes the tree, that tree is generating uh more seeds. Right. And they get in the wind. Yep. And they hit places where they can grow some more. So that's the strategy here. Yes. You know, and uh, I just want to encourage you to continue on that path because you're being successful now. You had an opportunity today to come in and say a little bit about Miss Mildred. Yes. Yes. You know. Also, uh, Brother Hayward, um, as I, I talk about the community center and it being a hysterical, uh, historical um, site, um, it, that the Black Panthers were, were um, serving breakfast. Yeah. Um, Brother Cornell West was one of those brothers that worked out of that hall. I'm familiar with that. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with that yes. hall. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that you're able to galvanize the support yes. that you need for uh, the other options for that hall to yes. be uh, not torn down. Yes. And uh, we're going to have to build support base and also uh, I would encourage conversations around uh, looking to Whittier mm-hmm. for yes. helping with our health needs. Yes. Yes. You know, uh, and uh, also I don't, I don't know what's wrong with the mayor. Yes. Yes. But you will see her this Friday. Yes. Hopefully uh, some other people from Grant. Yes, we've invited Grant Manor people to um, come and be a part of it mm-hmm. um, and to, to voice what's going on at Grant as, as, as well. Um, the, 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 the more we, we can bring out, we reach one, we teach one. Right. We got to continue to keep that in mind, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Reach one, teach one. Yes. And we also would uh, definitely look forward to doing that other event that you're talking about, the bigger one. Yes. You know, because that, that, you know, put the tables out there, look at the political uh, strategies that are not in place that will, you know, vocalize what it is that has to be done. Yes. You know, uh, this program... Uh, folks, I want to just say that uh, this is not the BNN uh, position. I'm speaking for myself, but the radio station, uh, BNN, uh, may have an altogether different. Mm-hmm. So this is a disclaimer, you know, for this program that has to be in place so that People won't be saying we're bringing in radicals on and so forth like that. You know what I'm talking yes. about. Yep, yes, most definitely. So I want, I want our listening audience to understand that this is not the position that we have been talking about of being in radio. Yep. All right? All right. Yes. Okay, so we're going to take a little break here, and we're going to come right back. 
This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. We'll be back again. We're about to wrap up this session with our guests. We want to thank them again for coming in and uh, sharing uh, some information with the community about what they can do to help our community be a better place and a safer place. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you folks out there. And uh, if you'd like to know more, what, what, can they call you? Do you have a number? Well, we don't have a number, but, we, but, we're, but we're on social media. Um, okay, we, what is it? Yes, on Facebook, we, you can find us underneath the United Front Against Displacement and the same thing on Twitter. Are you on Twitter too? Yep. Okay, folks, I guess you got it. You heard it first. You heard it from our friend Tia and her dad. They came in. Reverend Will came in today and set it up. <laughs> All right. He didn't He didn't shut it up. He set it up. <laughs> and we just appreciate you coming in. Certainly hope to see you in the community uh, doing what you do, which is to inform Capacity Bill for a better place in our community. Definitely. Thank you so much for coming in, folks. Thank you for Thank having you us. Thank you for being Thank a part of today's us. The Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. Have a great weekend. God bless you. Thank you, everybody. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.